There's a lot going on at the moment There's a lot going on at the moment There's a lot going on at the moment There's a lot going on at the Please check our description for any content warnings applicable to this podcast. Welcome back to A Lot Going On at the Moment. Today we're doing a book review on Tomorrow and Tomorrow and Tomorrow by Gabrielle Zevin. On a bitter cold day in the December of his junior year at Harvard, Sam Mazur exits a subway car and sees amid the hordes of people waiting on the platform, Sadie Green. He calls her name. For a moment, she pretends she hasn't heard him. But then she turns and a game begins, a legendary collaboration that launched these friends intimate since childhood borrow money beg favors and before even graduating college they have created their first blockbuster ichigo overnight the world is theirs not even 25 years old sam and sadie are brilliant successful and rich but these qualities won't protect them from their own creative ambitions or the betrayal of their hearts Spanning 30 years from Cambridge, Massachusetts to Venice Beach, California, and lands in between and far beyond, Gabrielle Zevin's Tomorrow and Tomorrow and Tomorrow is a dazzling and intricately imagined novel that examines the multifarious nature of identity, disability, failure, and the redemptive possibilities in play, and above all, our need to connect, to be loved, and to love. Yes, it is a love story, but it's not the one you have read before but it is not one you have read before. That felt like a long sentence, and I was like, oh, running out of air again. <laughs> okay, so um, do our star ratings. Uh, start with Shelby. How many stars did you rate this? Uh, three and a half stars. Nice. Okay, what about you, Jess? I gave it three stars. Nice, and I rated it four stars, which I read in October, and then I was like, I rated it right away, and then I was like, I've been thinking about it, and I'm like, I don't know. It's a long book, <laughs> but <laughs> it's it's a good book. Like, it's a good, I recognize that it's, like, solid, but yeah. Yeah. it just wasn't, like, outstanding to me, um, mm -hmm. and I'm trying to be a little bit more strict with my five stars and all that, but it was enjoyable, but it just, like, didn't really hit home for me, personally. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, like, while I was listening, because I listened to this on Audible, while I was listening to it, I was like, I don't think I like this at all. But after, like, completing it, I was like, okay, I do like, like, I liked the overall book. It's just not something I would, uh, like, I would reach for again. Definitely. Yeah. I, I agree, Shelby. There was points, because I also listened to it. Thank you, Shelby. Um, uh, she let me use her Audible. Mm -hmm. But, um... There was points that I was like, I would DNF this because I literally don't care where this because I'm going to jump into my my dislikes as we're talking about this. But my biggest struggle was I couldn't really tell like where we were going with the story. Like if you try to map out a plot arc of this story, it's like all over the place, I feel. Like. Yeah. Um. So I just like I wasn't. Uh, invested in like what's going to happen or I don't know until later on I feel like towards the mm -hmm. end um, mm -hmm. but honestly like 25% and 50% and I probably would have DNF'd it if we weren't um, reviewing it yeah but I don't know maybe it would have been a different experience reading the physical copy but 
Well, I, I feel know. like that's just, kind of how when we you, you like kiss her once for me, like I kind of recognize that other people would absolutely like love that book, but yeah, it just didn't hit yes. for me. And it wasn't like it was a bad book. It just mm-hmm. for some reason it just didn't like do it for me. Which like, right, that's okay. You know that happens. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, going into start- our likes though. Yeah. Um, I feel like this is a very unique book. Mm -hmm. Um, I haven't read anything like it and I value it for that. Um, Yes. I I don't know. Would you classify it as a love story? I feel like in the synopsis, it's like, oh, it's a love story. But I I wouldn't really classify it as that. I mean, in on book of the month, it's contemporary fiction, right? Yeah, I think I think they I agree with that. Well, so it says it's a love story, but not like you think. I think because they they're kind of setting you up that you think like Sam and um Sadie are gonna be like Sadie. in love, and then like you find out that they kind of have like a platonic like friendship kind mm-hmm. of love friendship. at the end. Yeah. But you always think like, oh, will they ever get together? But yeah, I mean, it wasn't really. I think it's just mm-hmm. like so the story. I liked that it went through like one of my likes is that like it follows them from adult child adulthood childhood yeah. to adulthood, which is like thirty years, but it's such a long like so much time to cover and just like so much stuff that like I don't know it needed da- I think- like I I needed dates at the beginning of the chapter yes. for the love yes. of God <laughs> yeah. big time Shelby and I talked about that I was like um because I had been listening to it on Audible I was like did you look in the book like are there dates. And she's like, no, there's not. I'm like, this is ridiculous. Give me dates of where we are it in this just timeline. It jumps so much. Like, and it does yes. come, like pretty big, like um spans of time that you almost mm-hmm. have to use like what and it's one something I like, like I liked like the cultural references from like the yeah. 90s and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I like that. But you mm-hmm. almost had to sure. use those as like how to determine where in time we were. Yeah. yeah. Context yeah. clues. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Detective work there. Um, I do really like what you were saying, Tab, about it going through their like a huge mm-hmm. chunk of their lives because mm-hmm. I feel like you could see their changes and their growth. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I would have loved a timestamp. <laughs> that would have been very helpful. Yeah, because like, yeah, I was literally when they were like, oh, the magic eye just came out. And I was like, whoa, I remember getting like a magic eye book from my like book order when I was in like elementary school. And so I was oh, like, cool. looking up, like, when did they actually come out? Like, and then I looked up. So I never like they, they had the magic eye books like like books. But um, mm-hmm. I always got like books that you could read from the book order. So I was like, what do you do with this after you look at it <laughs> once? so yeah, but i got a disney yeah. one and i was like i wonder i'm gonna just google it it was like somebody was selling it for like 40 dollars on like eBay. oh my god I, was like, I wonder if i still have that somewhere that <laughs> so. nostalgia aspect yeah 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 i really i had that as a like like just nostalgia stuff but yeah i was also using mm-hmm. the pop culture references as like marks because i'm like what year is this like i don't it know it just jumped yeah. and i felt like the point of view also was like yeah. all over the place and like there were times i had to go back to like beginning like to the beginning of the chapter and be like oh, wait what like who where are we mm-hmm. who are we who's talking whose perspective whose yeah. perspective are we in yeah yeah that was tricky um i i mean i did really like i mean i mildly like video games um i'm not someone who has never played video games like i'm I, i'm into video games but i'm not someone who plays them every single day but mm-hmm. I found it like very interesting to kind of hear the behind the scenes and the mm-hmm. ins and outs of yeah. making a video game. Mm-hmm. Um, and I did really like that their video games were pretty meaningful. I felt like like um, they had a lot of backstory, a lot of thought went into it, and it made you really like think upon your own, like reflect on your own self, which I think is cool. Um, mm-hmm. That games can help have you do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
I did yeah. like that. Oh, sorry, Shelby. Nope, go ahead. I was just going to say, I do. I did like, even though it wasn't like a romance, I liked that it was kind of di- like, it was just a little bit different than what we normally read. But like, yeah. Um, like there was just a, a friendship between the two and just like the difference in like lifestyle between like him and her. Like they, they became friends, but like she was just living such a different life. So it was kind of nice mm-hmm. and fun to see like just how, how they were so different, but kind of ended up kind of in the same spot. And, um, I felt so sad during their falling out. Like she, like she did all that, like, uh, char- like saying that she was like t- spending time with him for like, yeah, the volunteer um, work, volunteer yeah. time. I was like, oh no, 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 no. So, yeah, I know. <laughs> I did really like the main characters, um, and I like that it was a boy and a girl. Like it wasn't. We see so many boys in that industry, so having mm-hmm. like the perspective of Sadie and the challenges she went through as a female in the in the video game industry, I think that was really powerful. Yeah, yeah. I have women in gaming, like and or tech, as one of my big likes. Yeah, um, because mm-hmm, you don't absolutely. see that a lot. At least, I mean, I guess I'm also not going and looking for books kind of in that genre, but you don't mm-hmm. get that a lot. Um, and mm-hmm. I really like that representation. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I like that they kind of were able to, um, like, put their own little nods in in like Easter eggs almost into mm-hmm. their stories and like make their personal connections in the story like the tombstone that said like died of dysentery like little things like that that were like just like little cool artsy things that you can kind of personally put your personal stamp on it you know Mm -hmm. yes i would agree with that um the i mean found family there's a lot of that in there and Mm -hmm. um like representation queer relationships and characters um, you know the uh, disabled like a lot of stuff that you get especially when you're looking at like media not from the mm-hmm. 90s or like not play that's placed in the 90s you usually don't get that yeah that's a good point mm-hmm. for sure oh. that's true yeah so I don't know about you guys but this made me reflect on like my childhood in the 90s and the games I was playing then um and my brother and I would spend and my dad honestly would spend a lot of time on this uh computer game we had this PC game called Dust and it's like a wild west esque and you're like you're an outsider who is like traveling through and you stumble upon this like little town in like the desert and you have to do like a sequence of all these things to kind of like win the game right so kind of like what they were saying like you mm-hmm. know if you pick this this happens if you do this this happens okay. um yeah so that really reminded me of that game because like when you it, it wouldn't save your work either so it was like you had like one go at it so then we had Ooh. to keep remembering like the steps you needed to take so it's like okay you have to go talk to you know the 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 bartender at this place and get and get the key for here and like all these stuff <laughs> oh um, that's wild that's fun, <laughs> and i yeah. was even like trying to find if i could like get this game like download this game <laughs> to play because it has like such a strong like nostalgia aspect for me um and i like texted my brother i was like what was the name of that game but i ended up finding it just like googling it and a lot of, I've, it looks like a lot of people played it I don't I think we got it like free with our computer. Like or something <laughs> like you said that. it was called Dusk or Dust. Dust. Dusk. Dust. D U S T. Um and they used like real actors. So they had like real <laughs> actors that like moved and did stuff. I don't know. Oh well, God, I feel like I've seen this. I don't think I've ever played you, it before, but 
Yeah, it's it was really cool. And like you had to like talk to the right people and do the right things and like go play the poker game. And then because like people would give you things then if you like select the right answers. Did and, it actually like have um, like was that like a yeah, like, like a real life real life <laughs> actor? Yeah, <laughs> that's wild. Like, would, I mean. It's, it was the 90s, so, like, yes, it's a real-life person, but they would just kind of, like, their mouth would move and their body yeah. would move. It wouldn't necessarily, like, <laughs> I love that. I want to play this. I want to see if I, I can do I it. know. I was trying to figure out, like, how to play it and stuff, and it looks like you need, like, like Windows 3 or something. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> well, like, so we should, cool. you should look on Steam It's um, because they have a bunch of old games on there that you can download, like, um, for, like, $3. Because okay. Josh got all these old Star Wars games and stuff on there, so. That'd be cool, yeah. I'm going to look into it. And that was one, fun. like, we were so close to beating it, and we never did. It must have been, like, then we got a new computer, right? Like, because in the 90s, like, technology, and now, I guess, yeah. technology is constantly changing and growing. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, we must have got, like, a new computer and didn't play it again, or I don't know. But I'm sure I'm sure my mom has it somewhere, <laughs> like, <laughs> but yeah i have like a lot of my a lot of memories of like my brother dad and i like all really working on this together to try and beat this game but yeah i I was connecting in that way to them talking about the the sequence of you know your choices that you make in a game and stuff like that that's That's exciting we didn't have a computer until i was in like high school just because i'm a little bit older than you but uh like my grandparents had one and the only game like we would plan there was like this um operating game which might like you have to like get kill the cells and stuff like the bad cells and then the ski free game where you like are just skiing down a hill and like a yeti comes on (laughs) ETO. do you remember that game that game was very exciting to me um no that 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 does game it looks looks fun i'm gonna i'm gonna find it funny thing uh you know shelby and i we were making some former critics merch um yesterday and uh mike puts on the song tricky and instantly, like, I, in my own mind, I'm like, oh, yeah, I know this song because of, like, when I got the very first Xbox, this game came with it. The, it's a <laughs> snowboarding game. And, like, that song plays when you do tricks and stuff like that. And in my mind, I was like, oh, yeah, I know it from this snowboarding game. And then Doug said it out loud. And he was like, oh, I know this from. I was like, oh, my God, yeah. you do. And like, Mike did the same thing. And I was like, oh, my gosh, we all had the same, like, experience. So Shared experience. Ago. Yeah. Yeah. And it was, um, and it, it probably was, like, most kids during that, you know, era when you got an Xbox, you, this was one of the free games. So, like, a lot of people probably have that yeah. shared experience. But, um, it's just funny yeah. that I was thinking that he didn't say anything out loud and then Doug connected to it and, and Mike. It was cool. Yeah. That's funny. I think that's kind of similar to, like, my age, like, Tony Hawk, because there was just a lot of, like, good music yeah. on Tony Hawk's, so, like, any, like, ska music or and stuff like that. Or it's, like, people kind of learned it Heck from yeah. there. So, mm-hmm. that's funny. More than so just a game. I was, I was looking up some information on this author. And um, okay. she said that she, uh, like, thinks she became an author because she was just so into reading growing up. And her parents, like, really fed into her, like, reading. So, like, was saying, cool. like, on the weekends, um, so she said on her parents on the weekends would take her to the library and then to Burger King. And, like, so she's like, I don't know if it's just because I was excited. Like, I got so excited about the library because every time we go to Burger King after, and I'm like, that sounds, like, for me as a child, that would have been my dream. <laughs> I was going to say, that sounds like to have season. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> um and then like whenever they would go to the grocery store there was a um like a bookstore right next to the grocery store so they let her they give her five dollars and let her go into the bookstore and get any like I pick out a book that. while they Aww. grocery shopped and i'm like 
I love that. Oh my god. <laughs> There's no bookstores next to my grocery store. It's just a right aid. So missed opportunity, <laughs> but it's fine. <laughs> that's really and cool. I was like, that's kind of exciting. Yeah. That is. Um Oh, I liked, oh, when, um, so this is towards the end when Sadie becomes a teacher. I really, really liked this moment. She says, and it's, there's a quote too, um, because it's, you can see the comparison between Sadie and Dove as a teacher Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. in the crucial moments that occur at the beginning of any class. She had succeeded at making them know she was on their side. Whereas like Dove, she, they like said something similar where he was like, never, mm-hmm. you know, like wanted to he's the yeah. worst he's the, <laughs> yeah. so bad though like yeah. the literal worst <laughs> yeah i was i like literally gasped so many times i feel like with stuff with dove like oh my gosh um especially when she said like he started to pee on her at one point and I, yeah. you know, like, oh, I was I like whoa that. like this with no prior conversation like yeah no no alarming oh my god <laughs> <sighs> And to just when, like, you find out he's married and, like, all that. Oh, my God. Yeah. Super yeah. gross. Super manipulative awful, mentorship. Awful, like, awful. yeah. Mm-hmm. No, in fact, I, because I, I think I started listening to this at work. And so I wrote on a post it note, gross teacher student relationship. And I found the post it <laughs> note, like, yeah. the other day. And I was like, this is kind of a weird, <laughs> weird post it note. Yeah, like, around in the house. We just found it. They were like, what, is this? <laughs> what the fuck is that? I have so many post it notes all the time. And, um, there's a, a teacher on TikTok that like weekly she'll be like, let's look at my post-it notes and try and figure out what they are. Of like, she's written <laughs> I definitely, I so definitely funny. Do that. Yeah. yeah. I do really love the cover and like mm-hmm. the rainbow uh, you know, like Super Mario font. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? oh, yeah. Um, I love it. I love the rainbow. I love everything. I am so really happy I got the book of the year book because Mm -hmm. okay so last year i got four wins and Mm -hmm. uh, then i was like i'm just always if unless i don't already have it or unless i do already have it i mean (laughs) um (laughs) i'm gonna get the book of the year for my free book of the month it looks so good with the gold album yeah Yeah. it's so pretty it's like a gold book of the year and it has like it's almost like an oscar um oh you have it on like the back stats, too but they're reading but there's like a little yeah. book that they're reading yeah there's a little thing on the back too oh that's yeah, awesome that's book of the year yeah so hmm. i wonder what our book of the year will be for 2023 who knows i have i haven't um ever like previously already bought the book of the year was it daisy jones the book of the year what was it was Daisy Jones the book of the year? Maybe, but maybe that didn't. I might not have been BFF at that time to get a free book. Oh, uh, to get a free book. Maybe that's that why. Mm-hmm. That's oh, cool. Yeah. If Daisy Jones is book of the year, that's. Sweet. I think it was book of the year in nineteen. I want to say. Yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't have been a BFF yet. No, I think I true. got BFF like the following month. <laughs> yeah. Damn. It Damn. was like really close. Yeah. Hmm. So Any other I was, Um, not a oh, like, cool. but like. When Marks dies, I was not expecting yeah. that. I almost felt like it was unnecessary, although it I, did it did bring like some interesting points up and like 
more depth to the story but i was like whoa what didn't see that coming you don't have to like kill it like kill him off right yeah and she's pregnant like oh my god it was devastating and then you gotta like redo the floors because his blood is soaked Mm -hmm. in like oh my god that was kind of a little much for me where i was like i think about that all the time not all the time but i think about like when i think about people like like if something like really bad happens, like who's cleaning that up, or like how do they, how do they, how do you, like they you are, talked about, like I think cleaning there's a company. Crews. There's, yeah. there's, a, there's companies, yeah, and it's oh, like God. a, like it's a lot of money. My a coworker of mine just had to go through that, and she got that bill, and it was like ten thousand dollars. Shut up. Yeah, like wow. you're. I think I think the homeowners insurance paid for it, but yeah, it was like crazy. Like at work, we were like, ho- like holy shit. Yeah. Yeah. Damn. But, um. <laughs> Yeah, wow. I um you know how I exclusively watch spooky stuff. There's mm-hmm. one horror film that like it starts off that like the the company, the crew is in like a home cleaning it up and then it like gets resold. But like one of the people that was cleaning it up like buys the house. Ooh. So like they know that they like of the devastation, but then when s- weird stuff starts happening to them, they don't really believe it and yeah that's how i know that wow. there's crews <laughs> yeah that's wild oh. hmm. any more oh, i like i have one more yeah. like i just like that sadie got the donkey kong machine from sam's grandparents pizza shop yeah that was, that was very cool. sweet yeah yeah like yeah. she paid all that money to have it shipped just because it's like the sentimental yeah. yeah i will say i did really like like uh sam and sadie's uh connection and their relationship like when she her and dove like broke up when they when she was still in college and she like wouldn't get out of bed and stuff like that how like he um i think it was his roommate like told him like just be there like mm-hmm. just still be there and do what you can for her and he him like bringing her like bagels and stuff and like just sitting in the room with her Mm-hmm. I think that's just like a really good nice. representation of how you can help a friend who's really struggling. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Should we move into our dislikes? Sure. I feel like I said kind of mine right right off the get. I was like, <laughs> this is why I didn't really like it. <laughs> but I mean, I did like it was good overall. Like when I read it on, on Book of the Month, I put that I liked it. I didn't put yeah, a me too. You know, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, um. Oh, you can go ahead, Shelby. So, well, because I have going off the like Sam and Sadie, I thought it was weird when he was getting mad and like jealous of her dating Marks because I felt like that relationship was never like it wasn't set up. Their friendship was. And then it just felt weird for him to be like super jealous. And I mean, it's because he maybe didn't realize his feelings for her and stuff like that. And I got I get that. But I was like, I didn't I didn't. For me, there was very little parts where I thought they would maybe get together. I yeah, thought it was too. pretty established that Sadie and Sam were just platonic friends, like just mm-hmm. friends. Um, and yeah, there was never parts where I saw them like pining after each other very mm-hmm. much or like anything. I, I thought it was very clear their relationship. So I don't know if she was if that was like intentional or not. But yeah, then when when that part comes up with Marks, it's like, OK, but. But like Do yeah you even ew. like her like that you know right and yeah. honestly i wish they would have kept that with like just a platonic like close friendship mm-hmm. relationship business and not included any like any of that because that can happen right? yeah like, so and like, i like that, that there's yeah. that that's a song, song or strong storyline in this yeah. is that relationship yeah. 
and they don't get together it doesn't have to be a romantic yeah. thing just because she's yeah. a female mm-hmm. working in this industry yeah exactly exactly mm-hmm. yeah going off of that kind of i one of my dislikes is like the pioneer chapter where um they're playing the game and um sadie's playing as emily and it's it's so it's 25 pages long which feels like such a long time that um sam and sadie are playing look like it it has yeah so they have like um like western style like text in each like part but i was like it took me a while to realize like that that Emily was Sadie and that she's playing in in the game and Sam was playing and I get like why like he need like he built the game to like reach out to her but like it felt like it was so long and it, it just mm-hmm. I was like I don't like this it feels weird like it's I don't know it felt strange but I get why they put it in there but I'm like there's 25 pages of them playing a game together like I don't know right like listening to it it took me like a while to be like what the fuck is going on (laughs) yeah Yeah, because you know i guess you wouldn't really know (laughs) yeah i mean Um, there's no because there's no dates or times or locations or literally anything it's kind of like and all of a sudden we're in a video game yeah Mm -hmm. um and then my other dislike was i (laughs) I just the whole foot situation with Sam. I was stressed. About oh, it. I texted you about it. Yeah, the whole book, like huh. the part where, like, I'm. I get it. Like, I get why he was like. Ugh, I don't know. Just ugh, like, could you imagine your foot so broken that they just it just keeps like getting messed yeah. up? Yeah. I'm like that. Yeah. Yeah, and when he's like that, I like that just screams infection. Infection. You're. It's gonna get infected. Yeah. <laughs> ugh. So I think my last one, other than stuff that we already covered, was just that um, so many of these problems could have been solved if they had just communicated. Communication, yeah. Always. Yes. (laughs) Agree. Definitely. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Especially like the whole like Dove having written on the game thing. Like that goes on for years that. Mm -hmm. And it's like you could have just like asked. Right. Yeah. Yeah, that's all I had. Same. I did. I did have that. I thought it was too long. Um, yeah, for my I am liking. Yeah. So it says in 2021, um, the rights were purchased to make this into a movie. So I'd be. I think I'd be interested oh, wow. in seeing the movie. I might go see them. I think the movie it. would be better. Yeah. 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 Some of these things you just like aren't as easy to visualize. You know what I mean? What mm-hmm. she's specifically trying to convey. So I think yeah. it would be cool. Yeah. And there's nothing really like that. Yeah. 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 I mean, we got like Ready Player One, Wreck It Ralph. Like, those are video game um, movies, but like, not not, like a serious take on making video games Mm -hmm. and women in the industry and the friendship. Like, all those things I think would be really important. Yeah. And I think a movie like that, even for not readers, would do really well because of like the the '90s nostalgia in it, like yes. classic video game stuff that would be in it. I think that would be really do really well with even non-readers. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. You want to move into quotes? Yeah, I got it. Sure. So I have just because I love so much when we find out like what the the title of the book like comes mm-hmm. from. Mm-hmm. Um, so I have that quote. What is a game? Mark said. It's tomorrow and tomorrow and tomorrow. It's the possibility of infinite rebirth, infinite redemption. The idea that if you keep playing, you could win. No loss is permanent because nothing is permanent ever. I think that's so beautifully put there. I have that too. Mm -hmm. That is really good. Yeah. Like that full circle connection with Marx and then him playing Macbeth Mm -hmm. 
and, or yeah. being in Macbeth and then the t- title and the quote. I love love that mm-hmm. whole circle. Um, so I have the way to turn an ex-lover into a friend is to never stop loving mm-hmm. them, to know that uh, when one phase of a relationship ends, it can transform into something else. It is to acknowledge that love is both a constant and a variable at the same time. Mm-hmm. That's a good That's one. A good one. Mm-hmm. Um, I have if you're always aiming for perfection, you won't make anything at all, which I feel like is relevant for like oh, everything. Feel that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I was like looking back through some of my notebooks and like I was hand lettering stuff. And I'm like, I, before I was like, eh, my hand lettering's fine. But looking back, I'm like, wow, these are really cool. Like, what was I thinking? And but like, if I had never, like, if I would have been like, I'm not very good, I'm not gonna even, I'm not like, gonna even do it. Yeah. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. I wouldn't have those cool like hand letterings that I did like a while ago. Literally so, me yeah. with hand just lettering. Do, yeah, just do it. Literally just me with it. everything. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. I'm so intimidated by it. I just won't even do it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so hard on myself. <laughs> yeah, same. <laughs> um, I have one that reminded me of Midnight Library. Oh, okay. We are all living. Yeah. We are all living at most half a life, she thought. There was the life you lived, which consisted of the choices you made. And then there was the other life, the only one that was the things you hadn't chosen. Oh, yeah. That's a good I like one. that. Yeah. That's when they were like talking about like the different choices you can make within the video game and stuff. Mm-hmm. I have one more, um, and it's kind of just had a pop culture reference in it that just spoke to me. Ooh, um, love that. It, said, uh, it just says friendship. Mark said is kind of like having a tamagotchi, and I'm like, it's true. I thought of you when I saw that too. I did yeah. too. <laughs> mm-hmm. My other one is just kind of relatable. I feel like people can relate. Um, Sam Saxer said to him, "The good news is that the pain is in your head." But I am in my head, Sam thought. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I saw that one. That was good, too. Yeah. Good stuff. Yeah. yeah. All right, so do we know, guys... is this... Go ahead. Oh, sorry. I was going to say, do we know, is this author have anything up and coming? I don't know I don't if know. she has anything up and coming. She has... I looked up her previous books, and there are some that sound, like, uh, sound really good and have a really okay. like a good rating on... um. Uh, she has the storied life of AJ. Anyone want? I misspelled this. Fikery, maybe. Fikery is that? Maybe I did. Maybe I did spell it. F I K R Y. Yeah, yeah. Um, the Goodreads rating is a four point oh one. Um, a bookstore owner whose life isn't going great. Like the book still, the sales are bad, and mm-hmm. uh, his wife has died, and then he gets a package that turns his life around. Ooh, intriguing. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Okay. There's also uh, Elsewhere, Memoirs of a Teenage Insomniac, um, and Young Jane Young were like hmm. three, two, three other ones that I was looking through that I thought sounded really good. Yeah. All of her books have like God. extra, like Tomorrow and Tomorrow and Tomorrow, and then Young Jane Young. Like she always has like <laughs> all of her books. Have, like, <laughs> words, words. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'd be interested in looking at some other books by her. But yeah, mm-hmm. I, I wonder didn't if see anything all... up and coming. Yeah, that okay. she's publicly released. Hmm. Tab, what month did you get this in as book of the month? So I got this in October, okay. which is interesting to think that this was in October. This came out in October. Got it came so out. Many worlds. Yeah, yeah, and like okay, it, but it my copy July. Let me see. Oh, did you get it as an add-on? Oh, mine's in July, um, too. Did I? Did 
They're not. Oh, I finished it in October. I'm sorry. Oh, <laughs> oh you got in July. It. You're right. like, what is okay, happening? So I was like, holy cow, it came out in October, and then it's gotten so many of these awards. Yeah. I literally wrote I October. Will say, I do think it's a. I do think it's a good book, but I was surprised it like has so many awards, like mm-hmm. so many, and it kind of makes me think like think back to some of like famous artists and artworks. It's like they're so famous because they're the first of their kind kind of thing mm-hmm. and so maybe that plays a role here where it's like this is so unique and we haven't read anything like it before and it brings in a bunch of important themes and lessons so i mean i can see it in that respect but it's like oh there's like so many like shelby read them off during our pod our weekly podcast and i was like some of them i didn't even realize i was like oh yeah. wow yeah crazy yeah, I think if you are also into vi- like really into video games and like programming and tech, um, yeah, like that would be a really good read. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I did enjoy it. I would recommend it to people who like video games. Like, yeah, I know Amber has this. I think Amber would really like it. Yeah, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. There was some aspects of them, like when they're talking about writing code and fixing code, like that. I could relate to that because I teach a robotics class and we do a lot of coding. Um, so that was cool. I could like visualize what was going on there, but yeah, yeah. If you're someone who's never played a video game, I don't know if it like like my mom. Or like, I don't I'm, know. Yeah, yeah, I don't think your mom would like it. Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I do not these kids. I think. Yeah, sure. I was gonna say I played more video Please games like when I was younger. Mm-hmm. I do now. Yeah. Good deal. Cool. Yeah. Cool. cool. All right. Well, uh, stick around next week. Our book review is uh, Hook, Line, and Sinker by Tessa Bailey. So I'm excited to talk about that with you guys. Yeah. All right. Well, I know we all have a lot going on at the moment. But thanks for taking a moment and tuning in. See you next week. Bye. Bye. Sorry. Thanks for listening to A Lot Going On at the Moment. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and SoundCloud. If you like the show, please rate, review, and subscribe wherever you listen. You can find us on Instagram at a lot going on ATM and on Twitter at a lot going on pod. Theme music by Doug Cooner. <laughs>